Hello and welcome back to the Keeper Lit Podcast with me, your host, Tara Gallagher. Okay, hello everyone and welcome back to the Keeper Lit Podcast. Today I have a very special guest with me. It's my first guest in a long time since I've been post-traveling and I actually wanted to get this guest on because I seen Sinead Haig had reposted one of his um, videos online and I was like, that is so good. And what he was saying, I was like, I feel like we're on the same energy level in terms of our coaching. And I also thought it'd be really good to get a male's point of view on the topic that we're going to point out at today. So say hello, Andrew, introduce yourself. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. Of course. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, like who you are, what you do, how you got here? Yeah. So I, oh, you got to call me Andy as well, by the way. Okay. Like my mom. I actually want to keep calling you the ginger PT. Like I, <laughs> I was like denying it. I was like, I've got the ginger PT on now. And he's like, what? And I was like, I probably shouldn't call him that. <laughs> I mean, I've been called a lot worse. So uh, yeah. Do you know what? When you, when you sent me and told me what we were going to talk about, I was like, the only bit is the introduction to yourself on a podcast. Yeah, it's always like, but yeah, I'm Andy. I am coach PT, same as you, um, online now in Sydney. Um, yeah, I've been doing it four years and I love it. I adore it. It's the best job in the world, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It actually is. And you're in Sydney. Where are you originally from? So I'm from Manchester. Um, yeah, grew up in Manchester. Do you know what? It's funny, like, I'm sure we'll talk about travel and stuff like that. And it even ties into some of the stuff that we'll end up talking about. But I was always so stubborn in the fact I was like, I would never leave home. I will never live away from home. Um, That's so funny, no, really? I didn't think... Like, I was so fixed mindset on it. Like, my life was in Manchester and nothing would ever change that. And now, well, I've been away for three years and don't think I'll... Will I live at home again? I can't see it. But yeah, yeah. from Manchester originally, um, but now out in Sydney. That just shows you as well, because there probably is people listening to this as well who are kind of like, I will never be that person. And they kind of have an identity to not be that person. But also, like, I know what everyone and their cousin is moving over here. But at the same time, like, if you've got an itch, you need to scratch it. So don't get set, concreted in an identity. Even if you do stay at home, you can always move. Because you never know, you might absolutely love it. And, like, majority of people do love it. Even if they go home, they, they still are like, I love my time. I'm not, like, I don't regret it. And then you can go home after it anyway. Um, yeah, so that's it's so hard to say what you're going to do for sure forever. Um, no, you can't say. You can't say. Like, like, you just that. don't know. No, not at all. And I think that's also beautiful because, like, you're not supposed to know. Like, that's life. You're not supposed to be in one place forever. You're not supposed to be, like, doing the same thing. You know, like, you'll change. Have you always been a personal trainer and an online coach? Or did you do anything before that? No. So before that, I was um, a teaching assistant with special needs kids for, like, seven years. So wow. that's what I did ages um and then it was while I was doing that like I I won't go into all the details because it's like life story yeah. business but like I struggled in my own weight for a long time struggled with weight loss myself struggled not just with weight loss but like looking back now I didn't realize I found these things hard but my body image relationship with food which I'm sure we'll go into it lads don't talk about that side of things they're all too proud um but yeah so as a TA and during my time working at the school at the same time was going through sort of my own fitness stuff and my own struggle with weight loss etc and then it was just in the back of my mind constantly like I'd love to be a pizza like I'd love to start helping people to do what I've just done yeah and kept on putting it off kept on putting it off and then I don't really like I, people I feel like people a lot of time you hear people like you know have like a moment and they're like and then it just changed I don't feel like I had that 
yeah like it just it just sort of happened gradually okay. like I was doing it a little bit I started sort of training maybe I shouldn't say this but when I wasn't qualified I was like training friends and doing little bits yeah, on the side. Do start like that. yeah and then yeah got a job in the gym PT'd there for well PT in person for like a year year and a half Covid happened yeah online and yeah the rest is history I think that's good though as well to say like that it, it a lot of the time you think like a light bulb just goes off you quit and you do it like that's not most people's stories like a lot of people you have to like transition or like it's it gradual and also you don't know you're gonna love something you know like I I mean I'm sure when you first started being a teaching assistant for special needs you were like this is what I'm gonna do forever like the same with me when I did radiography I was like well this is just what I'll do you know and then after a while you're like maybe I would want to do something else but you have to dabble your toe and realize like will I like it or not like it? Not everyone's going to have the security to jump. So I think that's good as well to say, like, it just doesn't always happen. Like the way you see it on social media, like I just did this and then I did this. Like, no, you didn't. Like there was like four years between that that you were trying to find out what you were doing. So that is super interesting. So you're fully online coach now. Now, the reason I think that I got you on as well was just because I was saying there, like, I don't know how you say it, but like our coaching, I would say values are very similar. Um, so like, who would you say that you help right now? Like, what is your target? Like people are like, I guess I hate the word like avatar, but you know, that, that person that you're kind of like trying to speak to, do you think it's like the past yeah. version of you? If that makes sense. Yeah, I think a lot of coaches have looked to coach themselves like that. Like, especially if you've been through or sort of had your own personal experiences, you, you can relate to it a lot more. So yeah, I think people who, how to put it, when I first started, I was very much sort of like transformation focused and like if I went back to my very early days of posting that's what like I don't post pictures or anything on my page anymore now I'm much more focused on like on relationship with food on putting health first and not just fat loss is often a byproduct of what I do mm -hmm. and people do come for me for fat loss a lot of the time but it will never be the main focus of the coaching it's mm -hmm. your health it's your mindset and the way that you feel day to day and like your behaviors that lead often to fat loss but yeah probably people who are more bothered about doing things from a health perspective as opposed to purely aesthetics yes okay I get it and I also think there is really important because I remember for years I was so afraid to say the word fat loss because like I had gone down the, the stage of being like transformational not that I ever coached transformational but I went through a transformation and then I was like this is terrible my health has been suffered like I never want to say the word fat loss ever again because it's toxic but actually there are so many people out there and so many like coaches who are there to help you because some people do want to lose body fat and there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with the word fat loss but I guess it's like the how you come at it and like even making the general population understand that they can get fat loss but they need to make sure that they're like in the right mindset that they're prioritizing their health that there's so many nuances behind those before and after photos and like what it takes to maybe get there they're never willing to do so they shouldn't beat themselves up about it um, and I think there's like that whole scale of I guess fat loss from like transformational side to like you know relationship with food side like there's a spectrum and there's like an area that you can all fit in between if that makes sense for a, I'd say a majority of people sit in the middle and that's kind of who we coach if that makes sense um and I think I struggled a lot with that when I first started and I've said that multiple times in the podcast I had a mentor once and I was like I struggle a lot to say the word and now I can say it happily like I'm fat loss fat loss fat loss, fat loss only because I know what I can say give my clients and the same with you like you're like I can say I can give you fat loss but I give you all these other things first and then as a byproduct you'll feel so much better your actions might align with maybe more health or 
actions of fat loss and as a result you will feel better um but I think it's important to realize that there is a spectrum and yeah I think we sit in the middle portion if that makes sense yeah do you know what it's so funny you say that because I definitely had that sort of period maybe this time last year and a lot of last year where I was just like shouldn't talk about weight loss shouldn't talk about fat loss like I can't say those things but again there is nothing wrong with it and I think it's more what maybe the perception of it is and what there is there's still a lot of people selling certain type size that I wouldn't agree with but the same as what you just said if you know hand on heart what you're doing is actually really good for people and the way that you're doing it is healthy shout about it yeah exactly because you know like what you stand for and I think that's the most important thing as well anyway let's get into the topic that we're going to talk about today so the reason I wanted to bring Andy on was to talk about the fact that a we're both in Australia we're both expats but there's a huge culture of people who move over here and anything what we talk about today to be honest it's not just about moving to Australia it's about traveling in general or just people might have it at home anyway but for a lot of people what I see anyway and I've seen it even before I got here and I said it myself I was like there's this huge pressure over here to like I guess specifically in Sydney because it's a lot like warmer of a climate you're on the beach a lot you're working out like that's the culture over here it's very much up at 5 a.m workout you're wearing athleisure wear especially in the eastern suburbs like that's just the mantra of everyone like everyone does that essentially and if you came from particularly like Ireland or England or the UK or wherever where that's not a big part of your culture you will probably find it a lot different because I used to say all the time as well like we wear bag or like baggy clothes at home not saying people don't wear baggy clothes here but you know like you're always covered up you rarely get a beach day specifically in Ireland like beaches are like far come by like maybe 21 degrees celsius and you're like okay tops off you know and most people won't even they'll wear like gaelic shorts on top and like jumpers at the beach because they're just like they feel insecure and then they come over here and it's a completely different culture because they're exposed to it a lot more and then they're worrying about their their bodies and they're wanting to change but also there's that huge culture over here of going out every weekend like you're on holiday vibe like you know people find it hard to make friends so they're constantly drinking and like how the hell do you navigate that when you come over here and that's basically what I want us to get into today because I'm sure you've experienced that you've had clients come to you about that all the time and you said like this is what most of your clients yeah like oh we could talk for hours about this because it's such a good question and there's so many like even as you were saying that thinking there's so many little caveats and different aspects to it you can go into but it is like there's a lot of societal is that the word societal yeah i guess i'm going with it a lot of pressure on like what you should look like or what you should do not even just like from a fitness perspective but exactly like you just said with going out and with nights out and it's very hard i think to break the mold to do it to do something different or or to not maybe just follow the crowd or do what you think you have to do um yeah yeah okay so so let's let's I guess start from the kind of beginning of like getting here and like that whole pressure that you immediately feel and I think that you said it like the societal pressures it's more like I guess the perceived societal pressures that we put on ourselves to be like we have to do that so like when a lot of people arrive here you'll get that culture of being like shit I need to work out and people will crash diet a lot um so they'll maybe come and they'll be like oh, I'm not really going to eat much Monday to Friday and then I'll go out every weekend they get themselves stuck in this rut and then they don't really know where to start so we want to kind of like understand that first of all loads of people feel this way and talk about this way so and then we'll break down kind of like what you can essentially do um instead 
and then how you can balance the weekends in and like what we think from that point of view if your goal particularly is fat loss um and it's like sustainable and healthy because we are coming into summer and a lot of people over here are like i need to get summer ready i need to get summer ready and like you don't you definitely don't but if you are listening to this and you feel like you are literally we're hitting the nail on the head when we say you've moved over here you're feeling under pressure you're wanting to get into shape you're restricting etc etc then this is particularly for you right so if you are somebody who's came over i guess let's talk about where to start so do you want to go what you would recommend people starting off with start off with in what sense in terms Um, of like so yeah like if they want like if they haven't like started anything and they're essentially in the phase of like restricting and then going out every weekend so where would you get them started if they were going into like a fat loss phase okay sound got you um where would you start over here oh no just in general I think look at where things are at right now so if I like to do with my when a client would come into me fresh that's how I'll answer it if somebody came into me fresh I like to look at what everything looks like at the moment like from a nutrition perspective activity levels training what you're doing right now what your weekends look like almost like journal it write everything down that's gonna play some sort of role in whatever your goal is fat loss or even if it's just feeling better about yourself put it all out on paper out of your head so that you know exactly where things are at right now and then just start to pick one or two things. What's what, what can potentially change? Like you touched on Australia anyway. A huge part of things here is mornings. People getting up early. If you go out here at half five, six o'clock, everybody's out and about walking. So if that's not something you're doing already at the minute, it's like, all right, well, that's a change that you can probably make. It's not going to negatively impact anything. You're not going to be at a loss because you got up early and you went for a walk. You're probably going to enjoy it, if anything. Then it's like, all right, at the minute, maybe you're, I don't know, with nutrition, you're relaxed with takeaways or whatever it is sweet okay there's something there that you can maybe tighten up a little bit you can start to reduce what you're eating out or whatever maybe nights out are happening but you're not ready to get rid of that sweet don't change that then if you're not ready to make that or or switch that up don't but start to look at what's happening right now that you have no problems whatsoever changing or are happy to start to implement a change with go for those things first as opposed to what everybody naturally does with dieting and I don't even know why people do this. I don't know where it's come from. But you almost target the thing first that you, you don't want to change. Yeah. The thing that actually you enjoy, you're just like, no, I've got to get rid of that. Whereas look to the realistic things that you actually that, that you want to do. Because there will be stuff as well. Yeah, there will be. There definitely will be. And I think that is as well is like people over here, the whole like getting up early, which is obviously amazing because it like it is so much easier to get up and actually get it done and then you're set for the day, etc. But if you're somebody who's never done that before and you are like, I want to be that person who gets up at 5 a.m. Like at the end of the day, you have to have one or two mornings where it's really fucking hard to do it. And then you do it. And then you're like, okay, I get the benefit of it now. But like, you're never going to do it just by scrolling on someone's TikTok and seeing it through their phone. Like sometimes I'm scrolling on TikTok and I'm like, but Bond Bondi Beach, wow, that looks amazing. I'm like, Probably you can go and fucking see that yourself. Like, why are you living through the lens of somebody else's life? You have to do it. And sometimes you have to be like, right, I'm going to make it like just once this week, not every day this week, but once this week, I'm going to get up at 5 a.m. and get out and see what the whole boss is about. And even like you said, there, I think it's really important to literally look at your life right now and be like, what is the rawest like things I can go into and be brutally honest and not be like sometimes I get takeout but realistically you're getting takeout three times a week like we don't care like you shouldn't care like don't judge what you were doing before but like look at your life now and be like well where is it that like you said you could pull those little things first of all that will really help you in the long term that you could maybe be like I'll change those little things that'll start to make me feel a little bit better and then you've got the momentum built up and I feel like 
that's where people like you said like miss out because they go for the biggest thing and they try to knock that down and then like realistically you're probably not going to be able to do that so then you're like back to square one every single time but instead if you can just go a little bit slower and build up the momentum of getting in better habits then it is a lot easier so before you would even look to like you said maybe look at how many calories you need to eat or tracking on my fitness pal or whatever just look at like the small little changes that you can change in your life and what you also like you said are not realistically going to pull out and um, for example drinking like if that's not possible for you right now and also if you just don't want to that's fine like you shouldn't be taking on board what some people are saying like obviously we all know drink and alcohol and drugs are bad for you but at the end of the day if that's what you're doing at the minute then that's what you're doing at the minute and reducing them in some capacity maybe if it's not three nights a week but maybe to one night a week is still so much better than what you were doing before so you can always make I always say compromise not sacrifice like you will have to compromise at some point if your goal is fat loss and if you look at it at the grand scheme of things you have to do something different in order to get something different like you cannot continue the habits that you're currently doing if you want a different outcome and like sometimes just saying that out loud you're like oh yeah like actually that makes sense so then you can stop beating yourself up about why it's not happening when in reality you're not making any little changes for it to happen the other one thing that I actually want to say on this was I get it so often but like people are like what do you eat over there or like people have came here and be like I don't know what to eat and I'm like babe we're not in Southeast Asia there is fucking <laughs> food coming out your ears like what it's a different packet but it's the exact same food like it's I don't know if it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy or like a, an excuse but I'm just like come off it like Aldi and Tesco's have different branding on the packaging, but you still know that they're different. Like it's the same here, Woolies, whatever you want to go to. I don't know if you've had that, but I've had that so many. You know times. what? It's I'm I'm laughing because I said to you before we started, I came here after living in Bali for two years, right? And I remember, I think it was like my first day here I put on my story I'm so excited for what I'm about to do and the next picture I put up on my story was a picture of Aldi because I could just go and do a normal food shop like anyone who's ever been to Bali if you go to Bali like you don't food shop there it's more normal to eat out than it is to go and do your own shopping and that was like my life for two years I wasn't going and doing like major food shops I was so excited to come to Australia and start to eat exactly the same types of foods that I would cook at home it's literally the same. Exactly. exactly like, there's a couple of package difference. They have Tim Tams, which are amazing, by the way. But like, you, you're not going to struggle for food choices here. No, not at all. And I think it's just that whole like overwhelming thing where you're like, I go in and it's different. It is different. But like, give yourself a week or two to understand that like, the chicken is the same it's just different packaging the yogurt is slightly different but there's other variations like yes you might have had all the yogurts before and now the packaging is different or you ate like whatever the or whatever yogurts are at home and now you yo pro like this stuff is the same like somebody was like what do you use instead of is it faya yogurt or i don't know how to say that word f-a-g i know it's what you mean i don't know like, i don't want to say yeah, that yeah. No, I'm like that is zero percent Greek fat yogurt. That's just a branded zero percent fat Greek yogurt. Like it's the same everywhere. So don't allow yourself to get overwhelmed. And the other thing as well, when it comes to nutrition, is I think a lot of people are like groceries are so expensive here. I'm gonna hold my hand up and say that I actually think that that's a big myth. I think that yeah, maybe slight discrepancies, but from someone who lived in London before, it's definitely I think cheaper here. And also, it's the math in your head of looking at something and being like that's double because of the the exchange rate. 
Yeah, it looks expensive. Yeah, like you pick up something, you're like, oh my God, that's so expensive. But in the grand scheme of things, like there's so many things like strawberries here. A pack of strawberries is like $2.50. That's like pound twenty five. That's way cheaper than what we would have been paying at home. Like there's certain foods, don't get me wrong. And I think here as well, you have to kind of shop with the seasons, people were saying, because, um, you know, like what's in season will be cheaper because it's more readily available, et cetera, et cetera, whatever. Anyway, you can kind of understand like, okay, that's really expensive at the minute. I'll not buy that, but I can buy this instead. But it's it's the math in your head where you're like, that's really dear. It's not whenever you actually like buy a shop, break it down and then, you know, look at it. The other thing is, is that a lot of people will never have lived out of home before. So if you've never lived out of home and you've never bought groceries before, you probably are like, holy like that is so expensive but it's actually, <laughs> this is what your mom's been spending <laughs> yeah this is what your mom's been spending so you better go rigor and say you're sorry um, but again it's just one of those things where you need to understand that like shopping in the shop is how many times cheaper than eating out and a lot of people will be like oh I don't eat there and I'm like well you're clearly eating somewhere so if you're eating out you need to understand that that's way more expensive yeah. than going and getting your food shopping so Stop telling yourself like self-fulfilling prophecies or like negative things that don't even exist when in reality, like the shops are no different than home. And I don't think the prices are all that different. Some things maybe, yes, but a lot of the things, I just don't think people understood what the price was at home, in my opinion. And also there's Aldi here as well. Aldi's amazing. It's one of those, I think like it's just where you can start to create your own barrier to change because you like you can be quite apprehensive about change and if you're if you're trying to get healthy and you've struggled with it before you might have found all of these things more difficult what to cook what to eat so then if as well as you're trying to change something in yourself you're changing your entire environment in your head you can be like okay this is just another thing i need to manage and you'll start to create more and more things that they're, they're not as big as you think that they're potentially going to be and going back, sorry, I had it in my head before to what you were saying at the start. Um, I don't know if you found this, obviously, off the back of being away yourself. I always found whenever I've, like, come somewhere new, we're talking about the getting up at 5 a.m. thing. I always find when I'm, if I move to a new place or I've got somewhere for the first time, or even, like, the, the last month I went away for a week and then I came back, I find it so much easier to build a new routine or some sort of new structure yeah. when I'm when I'm just having some level of a fresh start so again even if you're not if you're not a morning person at home nobody's a morning person at home it's not like light until eight o'clock yeah when you get here it's a real opportunity to just almost reinvent that in your head straight away yeah I 100% agree and I always say that to people as well I'm like if like you know because a lot of people can be apprehensive like they haven't got a job yet and they're like a lot of people will come over and they'll be in that limbo land of like they, they don't have a job like they're kind of like frustrated they don't know what's going to happen like they're panicking a little bit and then they're out every weekend and then the drink's making them anxious and they're in this like repeated cycle and it's really hard but I'm like actually it's a really good time as you said to create a new routine or like create the routine now so that whenever you do start work you've started work with a routine and it's so much easier for you to get into it rather than being completely overwhelmed with a new job then trying to make a routine and being like I'll start on Monday when in reality your brain cannot even cope with any more information than trying to learn the names of people in the office you know um and even having that like week or two weeks in limbo land here where you kind of are getting set up like allow yourself some time to just like get settled and like like you said go and get your food shop and you will eat out a little bit and you will do those things but equally like set yourself up in a good environment from the beginning and it will be so much easier um but if you are also listening to this and you have not done that it's also okay because you can start at any point it's like you said people just put those little barriers in their head where they're like 
it's one thing on top of another and now it's like snowballing into the fact that there's too much to focus on so if you just strip it right back look at your overall lifestyle and be like right what's the little changes I can make here and maybe this week I'll do a food shop and that will be like my win of the week I won't even calorie count whatever I'll just try a little bit better I'll try and get a little bit more protein in there and I'll try and get a little bit more in there because sometimes it's just literally not that you need to even be in like a trapped calorie deficit you just need to swap what you are doing like eating out to eating at home and that's enough for you to be in a deficit or getting up and doing more walks in the morning and that's enough to bring your neat levels up like those little swaps can be such a huge impact um I guess the other thing here that I want to get into as well is um the drinking culture because I think Sydney I've never seen a place like it in my life I'm not gonna lie where it's so fucking wholesome but also it's so party like there's two camps there's some people who weave the camps like I would say like I probably would sit more in the wholesome camp and would like dabble in to like go out a few times but there's there's definitely like strong people in both sides who like are like I never go out and then there's people who are like I go out like four nights a week and I like I'm a partier um and it can be really hard to find where you fit there whenever you're coming over and you may not have friends um and it can also be a lot harder if you are somebody who's like I want to be like in the wholesome side but it's harder to go sober to a things because you're like I want to go to that but it's a wee bit awkward and when you get there obviously it's amazing and everyone is so welcoming here I would always always say that but it's harder because at least you don't you don't have the Dutch courage because when you go out you have Dutch courage and then if you fall into that camp very early you get in with friends and then you feel like you owe them something so you find it harder to break away from the status quo of being like well this is what we do every weekend um and that's what I see anyway definitely is that like two camp type thing people who weave in and out um do you think the same or I I sit right in the middle I I I have friendship groups on both sides yeah um and you can whereas, you can you can just sit in the middle like I would um, recommend people sitting in the middle you almost do you know what I think it actually works in your favor in Sydney because of how much see at home and I, I know for a fact Ireland is just like this certainly at home in Manchester there isn't a, there's, no, there's not a wholesome side it, it literally doesn't exist. There's only the going outside or sitting in on your own. Mm-hmm. There's not an in-between at home. Um, whereas at least here, you have that. Like, I, was, I wanted to say this to you at some point. Your, your run club thing is mega. Like, it's so good. Also, even the fact it's called Crosslands, like, so much respect for it. Um, <laughs> but there are so many different activities. I've never known anywhere like it. There's so many activities like that and, like, won't be my bag, but meditation or ice baths or yoga, where literally every day of the week, I see people advertising these sort of things online that you can go to and you can meet people and you can go and do these things. So you don't have to go the other way either. Yeah, you don't. You definitely don't. I think we're actually really lucky in Sydney. Yeah. I'm sure there's other places like it, I'm just speaking because we're in Sydney. Yeah. Um, That there is so many things like that because there's not many, like I say, you don't see that at home. You don't see that in a lot of places. No, 100%, I agree. Like maybe a few of the wee things are popping up and especially now more than ever, people are talking about their mental health and they're talking about like, you know, like getting other things out there and et cetera, which is amazing, but it's not like the volume of Sydney. Sydney is like you, like I have people who are like, I really want to come to your own club, but I booked into like these three things this weekend. And I'm like, yeah. it's okay also. Like you don't have to go to everything. Like just go with what you enjoy. Like that's the beauty. The fact that you have so many options, like that's amazing. You know, um, I think it's absolutely incredible. Absolutely. Like I, I, if anything, I wish we could bring the culture that is here to other places to show that there is both sides. But I still do think there is 
like very much the two camps and what I would say to anyone who's kind of like I want to like try to new things or you know maybe to try a few wholesome activities and you've never done it before like you do have to go through the awkward this is so uncomfortable for the first one and then once you go it will be so much easier but you have to be and push yourself out of your comfort zone even if your friends say that you you know that they won't go or like laugh at it or whatever like that's not a projection on you that could be even their own insecurities that they want to go etc etc not even reading into that you do have to push yourself outside your comfort zone to go and try these different things and also be okay with like the fact that you might be going out in the evening so like you'll go to a wholesome thing in the day and then you'll go to something party in the evening but you don't have to go straight into the camp of like drinking every weekend just because your housemates are just because the home share is or just because the people you met at that one event are doing that every single weekend, like it's okay to dabble in a little bit and come out again. Like we're not at home. This isn't school anymore. You can have multiple friend groups in different, you know, areas or doing different things. And you can be like, yes, no, yes. Like it's your life at the end of the day. But I think there is this whole pressure of like coming over and like, yeah, I suppose being out every single weekend and you don't have to do that. And also you need to understand that if you've never, or you weren't maybe going out every single weekend at home, and now you are like at the end of the day, the reason that people quote unquote put on, and I hate that people say this, the Sydney Stone. Um, is I've never heard that. What everyone says the Sydney Stone. I'm like, I've like, never heard anyone say that. Everyone says that. Everyone, I literally said, everyone's like, oh yeah, the Sydney Stone. I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, oh, everyone gains weight when they come here. And I'm like, it's not Sydney that's gave you that stone. It's your completely different lifestyle changes. You know, you're going out four nights a week. Um, oh my God, everyone says that to me here. And it's because, like I said, if you've gone from like maybe like wholesome vibes at home, like not really going out much or even going out once a month or whatever to coming over here and going out multiple times a week, your lifestyle is dramatically different. So you are probably going to put on a little bit of weight if you're eating out a lot and like and drinking a lot. That's just the end. That's essentially it. Um, and as well I think the drinking side of things like just to put it into play for I guess fat loss but just in general like alcohol is a depressant so if you're drinking a lot and you're maybe struggling with your fat loss it could be playing into the fact that you're feeling a little bit lower you know it takes you days to recover it's not the day of the drinking that matters it's the days after we all that rolls into each other and also a lot of people will be homesick so they'll be emotional and then they'll be like I'm going out because like I want to avoid my emotions and then this cycle repeats and repeats and repeats um and it can be hard to break that cycle but I think even opening the conversation up especially I guess like speaking with you like you're a lad like people lads don't speak about that and I think a lot of people do struggle with it. Lads, I'd say lads struggle to, like, they, they wouldn't know what to do. A lot of lads, not all lads. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Wouldn't know what to do at weekends without getting absolutely smashed. That's the reality. Like, a lot of them will struggle, especially young lads. And I can say it from my own experience. Like, when I was in my early 20s, genuinely no idea what to do at a weekend if I wasn't going out. Like, I gave the example before of it was either going out or completely sitting in and there's not an in-between and if that's what you've grown up to and then you fall into it here it's a really it's a really really difficult cycle to break um I always say like I say a lot of the time to my clients about like the night out culture or weekends or whatever it is is would you do it sober the thing that you're about to do would you do it sober so at the weekend I went to a gig I went sober didn't drink I had like one drink but I was sober I would do that sober. I would have drinks at gigs, not bother. I'd go for a nice meal. I'd go to some of the bars in Sydney. No problem at all. Don't know if you've heard of it. Have you heard of um, 
or been to it in Strawberry Hills? No, I think I have heard of it though. There was one a few weeks ago, no? Never go. Never, ever go. Anyone listening to this podcast will know exactly why I'm saying this. <laughs> I, I have a running joke with my friends that if it gets to that, like, if it gets to the end of a night and they'll go there, I will literally see the place and turn around and get an Uber home. I'm like, I would not, I wouldn't want to go to play. It's, it's a, anyone listening is going to know what I'm talking about. Um, that is so funny. And it's such an easy, I, I say it's an easy thing. It's not, it's quite a difficult thing to do, but it's an easy way in your head to make a decision around these sort of things. There's nothing wrong with going having a few drinks. If you'd go into do the same activity sober, but you want to have a drink, cool, crack on. But yeah. if you're, only way you'd go into it or the only reason you're doing it is because you're going to have a drink i would question how much are you doing it for your own reasons or how much you're doing it as a distraction boredom again suppressing of emotions and more often than not the answer is going to be one of those things if yeah i completely agree um i think that even just like saying it will open a lot of people's like light bulb moment being like I was feeling like that and I you know maybe didn't want to like say it to myself um and like they do as you said get stuck in that cycle one thing that I use like you said would I do it sober is if it's not a fuck yes it's a fuck no so I'm like if you are not like I really want to go to this and I use this all of the time because even like myself like I've just moved here I don't have loads of friends I think it's a common myth that I have loads of friends here I did a podcast on this I was like I have a run club and loads of people come but like they're not necessarily my friends and like making deep connections you don't need loads of friends here that's like a myth you don't need a big group and I know that sometimes when you don't have a lot of friends you see groups meet up and you're kind of like oh my god like why don't I have that yet and that takes time to build sometimes you're lucky and sometimes there'll be a friend here or whatever but for a lot of people that does take like time to build you know um and I think even myself like you can get stuck into that being like oh like they've invited me out but that's not really a place I want to go and I'm not saying it's not people I want to be with but it maybe just doesn't align with like my values or what I really like to do so like even myself asking myself like is that a fuck yes or if it's a fuck no like or sorry if it's not a fuck yes it's a fuck no like I don't really want to go there and at the end of the day like it's not something I'm going to frequent that and if that's somewhere that they frequent maybe we're not the same vibes and that's okay maybe one of them or something might want to go for a coffee another time and you can always shoot that back I think is being like I don't really want to go to this right now or I wouldn't go to this sober but you want to meet up for a coffee tomorrow and like offer options because I think a lot of the time as well what we do is become victims we're like well, I can't go to that because I don't really want to go to that. But you never offer a solution. Like you never know, like someone in that group might be like, actually, like I felt the same way. Like, let's go and do this instead. Like I want to go to the cinema instead of drinking tonight. Or I actually want to get up for sunrise tomorrow. So do you want to do that too? Or actually, I don't really want to drink, but I want to go here. Do you want to come and we can do a sober night? Like these, there's options, but people don't want to talk about the options. And I don't know why. So this is your challenge, I guess, if you're listening, like give an alternative. Because I think that that's really good. And a really good option. That's so true, by the way, that you can guarantee somebody else you know will feel exactly the same way as you. And it's for, like we talk about everyone, talk, when it comes to fitness, like pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and trying new things, it's exactly the same here, right? If, you, if you're in the position where you don't want to go out, you don't want to do a certain something, whatever, here more than anywhere, you're going to find other people like that, but you probably are going to, especially if you're coming out on your, on your own, which slightly different from mine. I knew people out here similar to yourself you probably knew a few people you came with your partner if you're coming out on here on your own it probably is quite a difficult thing to do and it will make you feel uncomfortable to whether it's again going back to the things that we talked about booking run club or yoga class or even like maybe you followed somebody on social media or whatever and you just shoot them a message and say hey like notice that you're doing this do you want to go for coffee tomorrow do you want to go down to the beach it's hard to do at the start none of these things are easy again relating it back to fitness if you're anxious about going to the gym going to the gym for your first session it's not an easy thing to do same way here if you're going to go out and meet new people who 
have more things in line with your own values. It's not an easy thing to do, but what's the alternative to it? You don't do it at all. You go out even though you don't want to go out or you sit in when you could have made plans with somebody else. Yeah, no, 100% agree. I think you just said it there. Like, what is the alternative? Like the alternative to living in like a super sticky life or being like maybe uncomfortable in your skin right now or uncomfortable with what you're doing is being uncomfortable. Like the other option is get out of the uncomfortableness. And yes, it's uncomfortable at the start to move and change. But like, is like at the ground level, like, is it more uncomfortable to stay where you are? Is it more uncomfortable to change? And majority of the time people will, when you ask them that question, be like, actually, I really do want to fucking make a change. So I'm willing to go through that little bit of stickiness or I'm willing to go through that little bit of like, like I always say, like when you're making friends, like give it time, like go through that lull period of being like, we're kind of friends, we're not really friends, we're, not, we're getting the vibes, like we're getting, like, it's like dating, you know, you're sometimes you'll meet that person like Jesus, we're like going to be best friends. And then all the times you'll be like, we're, you know, we're just getting to know each other, like it takes people to warm up. Um, and you do have to just give yourself that little bit of time to, I suppose, like get through it and go through it. But what I want to say is just like, there is other options than just falling into the camp of like drinking every weekend um and you're not a, a bad person if you want to drink every weekend I think that's also really important like if that's what you love to do like there's people out there who absolutely love the party and like you you go for it like you go ham but if you're kind of like mm, that's not really agreeing with me or I do love it but it's impacting my mental health and it's impacting my actions for the rest of the week I'd strongly urge people to reconsider one thing I always say is like consensual drinking like I always ask myself like is this really what I want to do and if it is go for it and if it's not then maybe it's maybe the best option that you wouldn't want to do like you said the so thing um and I think there as well what was I going to say was um like bringing like people together in other ways I think like there's so many things here like like you shouted them out I think we should say some of them like there's run clubs there's ice baths I think you know somatic yeah I helped I helped fill them ice baths until we got banned off the beach yeah, what's going on if, there? Yeah, if anyone in Randwick City Council is, <laughs> is listening, listening <laughs> can you let us back and do the ice baths? Because the Saturday mornings have been ruined. That is mad. Um, yeah, they um, they've stopped on Kudji Beach. Basically, anything the yoga classes, the ice baths, and all like activities. Randwick Council. So, yeah, if anyone's listening, let us back. Yeah, we miss it. So many people have um like messaged us on the Instagram account and like emailed them and and said and yeah, there's nothing we can do at the minute. We're just waiting for them to get back to let us go. We had a permit and everything, so that is mad. That is so frustrating. I um, know as we're going into summer too. We were doing it all the way through winter. People yeah. <laughs> suffering through winter and getting in ice, and now it's hot and they can't do it. I just don't get that. You know, like I don't get that at all. Like. Even like the people who do put in complaints against things like that, I'm like, for fuck's sake, like you have no idea how this is like helping people. Like, you know, somebody might be struggling today, they might come down here and now you've just taken that away from them on a Saturday morning. Like, yeah, some for some people it's just social and fun, but for some people that's like, you know, like the commitment that they're like, I'm pushing myself today, like it's helping your mental well being. It's not like people are drinking on the beach. It's just mental. That's it. It's like it's 50 people doing yoga, bit of meditation an ice bath and a swim before eight o'clock on a Saturday morning. And somebody said it to us on one of the, I think it was one of the lifeguards came over and he was like three or four years ago on Kudji beach. If there was 50 young people here, they'd be out from the night before. Like he, he was made up with it. He was like, it's such a good thing that you're doing. I'm like, yeah, we know. That is so <laughs> there, yeah. There's loads of stuff like that in, in Sydney. Again, like I said to you, I don't know anywhere like 
certainly definitely not at home but even other places that have this many things yeah definitely and also if you're listening and you want to try something new like you've never done an ice bath you've never done a wrong club you've never done I think being in a new place is a perfect place to try new things as well so if you're like coming over and you're kind of like I want an overhaul like I know I moved here I was very attracted by the lifestyle of like you know like the fitness culture and like the wellness culture and that would that is what attracted me here so if you were at home and you were maybe in an environment that wasn't the best for you and you didn't feel your best and you want to come here for a full reset like you're in no better place so just embrace it and go for it and like it will be scary trying all the new things and doing different things but like it's the most beautiful place that you can do it and how lucky we are to be here or to be in any new environment as you said to set up new habits and new routines I want to round off, I guess, with more practical advice for people in regards to like how they can balance, you believe, their social life with a fat loss goal. Because a lot of people will have them coming in summer. A lot of people, majority of your clients have them. Majority of my clients have them. And they're like, how do I balance this? I guess if there was like a blueprint you would give them, what would you say to them? All right. So without like the obvious of like calorie cycling, I don't want to go down the route of like that you can do that with your calories. I think. Yeah. First and foremost is looking at the actual choices that you're making, whether it's like, this is the thing and I say to my clients all the time, there's not a wire going from my fitness pal on your phone to your body. It does not matter whatsoever what's going into that app. What's actually making a difference is the individual choices you're making. Now, if it's like at the extreme end where it is like really heavy nights out. The day after is a massive hangover. You're not getting off the sofa and you're eating a load of shit. I'm, pr- I don't know what you're like, my friends. I'm pretty blunt with this. And I would literally be like, well, that's, you're simply not going to get what you want if that's happening every single no, week. I think you need to say that though. And I think like I'm 100% the same. I'm like, that's there's balance. And I think that's why I wanted to ask you this question was just like, be brutally honest, be honest and be like, look, you're not going to get what you think you're going to get by going ham every single weekend, drinking multiple pints, not considering at all Saturday, Sunday, sometimes Friday, Saturday, Sunday, then Monday, like it's not going to happen. I think that's like the first thing that you need to be blunt. People need to hear it. And it's not like, again, I, I go back to myself when I was younger. I needed somebody to just proper slap me in the face and tell me that at one point. Yeah. And just like, what, like, look at your actions. Do you genuinely believe that somebody who gets the result that you want is doing those things Every single again, there's nothing wrong with a night out. I love a night out. Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong. But I'm very aware myself of the impact that that would have on me. I think when is it going to Oktoberfest? And I'm I'm almost scared of the next day. Like I'm petrified because I know how I feel. But it's why I don't do it every weekend because yeah. it's not worth the cha- the trade off to me. But it's understanding that if you're doing that every single weekend, you're not going to, it's just not going to happen. Again, like I'm, I'm pretty open with saying that to people. I think then the other side of it, if you still want some of that, absolutely you can still get results. Again, it's like making maybe slightly more sensible choices in the day. Going for a meal out, I, like this is another one I explain to people all the time. When you go to a, when you go to a restaurant, first and foremost, you don't say to your friends, I want to go to a shit restaurant. You're probably going to go somewhere that serves decent food. So no matter what you choose off the menu is going to be a nice, like a good choice. You're also more than likely, if you're going at the weekend, going to spend time with friends, to spend time with your partner, to see people. It's not necessarily, don't get me wrong, we all enjoy good food, but it's not necessarily about the food choice that you're making. So go enjoy the company. If you want to have a drink, have a couple of glasses of wine and then leave it there. With your food choice, like you can have 
there's so many nice meals that don't have to be leathered in calories um no it's so true that you said that like you're going for the company you're going for the experience you're not even really going for the food like sometimes you'll go to like a chinese or a takeaway or a like restaurant that you're like it's like a curry and you know that's thousands of calories and you're like i've been waiting to go here for my life yeah 100 go but majority of meals aren't like that majority of meals it's just like we're going out because it's a social occasion and we want to go out for the evening and spend the evening together or whatever and that's 100 okay and like i said it's not about the food that you pick so your friends probably won't even notice if you are making a smarter choice on the menu because they don't give a shit what you're doing in reality and as long as you're not talking about it all the time they're not gonna care and um, no that goes back to the barriers thing it's something yeah. you create in your own head it's like oh my god if i don't order free courses and have like everything they're, they're all going to say something it's like nobody cares no they're not going to care they're not going to care at all um, and I think that's a really good one as well um so that coupled with the fact that you're being honest and being like I'm not what do you call it you're, you're not going to get results if you're out every single weekend and going ham every single weekend um and then what would your third piece of advice be your final third and final to top it off if you don't do that if you like again if it's an example where you maybe there's a restaurant that you've seen and the food just looks like out of this world and you just want to have, like you just want to go and enjoy the food. Leave it there. Enjoy the meal. Crack on. It's not going to, and this is like, you're, I'm sure you have clients who will do this or you need to explain this to. It's really not going to impact the next, like anything else, if you allow it to just be that moment. I always say, again, if there's maybe potential anxiety around scale weight or anything like that, I'd probably leave weighing yourself or anything like that for the next couple of days. And just go back to normal the day after. So often we can let like one single individual moment. I mean, like I've seen you talk about this online. I talk about this all the time, but people always need reminding about it. One single moment is the impact that it makes in the grand scheme of things. And I can't stress it enough. It's, it's nothing. It's nothing. But again, it can be played up so much in your head. Um, so the, the, the third one is just don't be reactive if, if you have one moment in the week where you know you've had a few more calories yeah 100 that's what i would say keep her lit is my mantra because i'm like stop giving up stop quitting after like one thing goes wrong like on a tuesday at 2 p.m if you eat a donut haven't ruined anything you've eaten a donut move on from it like leave it there so that is such good advice i think that's really practical that anyone can take on them so thank you so much for all of those um and i also think it's a breath of fresh air to hear it from well not only like you were saying like a meal perspective of like maybe there is meals who are listening to the podcast who are like i feel the same and i didn't really know how to get out of it so I think there's a big push as well. And I, I know at the run club anyway, I'm trying to push, like I'm trying to put up loads of photos of like the boys that come and like, we don't have loads, but I'm like, it's, I think it's because girls are just better at getting up and getting out and like going to those things. And I just, that's the facts. I'm not going to say like mm. that, that is just it. But like, do push yourself out of your comfort zone, lads. Like even if there's more girls to meal ratio, that's fine. It doesn't matter. Like you don't need 10 friends you need one who's going to go there and you'll maybe come become friends with so like everyone get out and you know go meet people and try new things but specifically if you are me and listening to this like really push yourself to maybe move away from the drinking culture and and try other things as well because then you can do both and you can maybe have a friend who does both as well and that's the best option where you've got somebody who wants to go for the coffee but also wants to go for the, fi- the pint as well and you've got a nice balance there as well um and I think all the stuff that we've been saying is going to help those people who are here because I think what we've Spoke about is majority probably what we talk about with clients anyway um so this is kind of like a one-stop shop so yeah and if anyone does want to reach out to you where can they find you um that ginger guy yeah it is actually my instagram yeah my instagram is that ginger guy oh like there's an underscore at the end because somebody got that ginger guy on its own and 
they just don't use the account, does me? I didn't. There's nothing on it. That's like the Cross and Run Club. So the official one is the Cross and Run Club, but every other club is called Cross and Run Club without the the. But somebody took the fucking name and is not using it. And they probably charged me a fortune to get it. So I was like, look, it's called the. <laughs> I know somebody yeah. who did that. I can't remember what name. They, like they bought the domain for like a Disney something. It's like Disney something or other. They bought the domain for it in the hope that one day they're going to get a load of money offered for it. I was like, that's, that's pretty smart to be fair. <laughs> that is smart. Um, I'm going to come to your own club at some point. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. You're more than welcome. So if anyone is listening to this and they're wondering what we're talking about, the wrong club is called the Cross Up. No, it's called Cross Up Run Club Sydney. Um, so <laughs> that you'll find us on Instagram. I'll link it below as well, as well as linking your um, social media platforms. But it's free. Everyone can come. We always run under 5K. So steady. And to be honest, it's literally just for fun. Like we just go and we just chat, have coffee after we eat croissants. It's just delicious. And yeah, it's a good way to meet people as well. So you can come to that, or also, like um, you said, you help out with the ice baths and stuff. So as soon as they're back up, I'm sure they'll be all over social media as well. Yeah, somatic ice. Yeah. When we know it's open again, we'll tell people. Okay, perfect. Okay, perfect. And I will link your Instagram below. But thank you so much. This was absolutely fantastic, and I think it's gonna help those people. Thank you. Sound. Thank you.